Good evening, and welcome back to Word Here and There. I am Kelly, your podcast host. A quote for today says, It's Wednesday. I'm breathing. I'm healthy. I'm truly blessed. I'm grateful for this day. And if you're born today, your horoscope says, You are youthful, imaginative, and entertaining. You have a strong sense of justice and a desire to right the wrongs in the world. This is a great year because you will rec- recognition. Rec- you will get recognition for your past efforts. You might get a promotion, win an award, and receive kudos. Bravo! Today is also my granddaughter's birthday. She is seventeen today. Wow, how the time has flown by. She's just like a small, skinny string bean. She was. Now she is a beautiful young woman. Time does not stay long. It just passes and we just grow older and time just flies. Anyway, today is well-being in the workplace. I want to read you something. A kagai is that thing in our lives that provides a delicious richness. It's what gives life its raison d'être. There is a fire within us all. It may burn brighter in some than in others, and it may waver, but it can also return stronger, hotter, and more powerful than ever, and it takes different things to stroke the flames for each of us. According to a report in 2017 from the World Health Organization, Japan still leads the way for the longest and healthiest life expectancy globally. As it has done for many years, there are of course several factors at play, genetics, diet, lifestyle, and an excellent healthcare system can account for most of it. If you ask a Japanese person, though, they would most likely attribute this trend for longevity to a strong worth ethic and a certain frame of mind. Many societies can claim to have healthy diets and lifestyles, but the concept of ikai, or purpose, is a key differentiator and unique to Japanese culture. After many false starts, my G finally retired at the age of 73. My whole family, a little naively, assumed this meant we would see more of him during the week. For my G, though enjoying his retirement, still meant sitting on several boards as a director, giving advice, putting on his suit, and having business meetings most days. He loved his work. He used to claim that he did it in order to keep his brain active. For him, his work in life was what drove and motivated him. He took a lot of pride in it and how he was able to provide for his family as a result. The thought that he might stop working after retirement didn't seem to occur to him. In fact, the only time I ever saw him unsure of himself or wavering in his convictions was whenever he was on the brink of retirement. The concept of idleness or not working was something he was extremely suspicious and wary of. From my own experience, finding your guy isn't something you come to consciously. It slowly reveals to you over time in the moments that help you to get to know yourself. It's never complete, and it's constantly in flux. Relatively speaking, I'm still very much in the early stages of my journey, but I do get my Iggy through my work. I'm lucky enough to work with incredible, talented, and inspirational people and with causes that are actively helping to make the world a better place. 
whether that is through the environment or improving people's lives or making life fairer. The amazing charities that I am involved with make even the day-to-day frustrations worth, worth it because you can't have the sweet without the bitter. But the satisfaction and the happiness I get from the work that I do wouldn't be possible if I didn't have confidence in myself. I have skills and expertise that I have worked hard to attain, and being able to share them in a small way is what motivates me to keep going, giving my work purpose. I am confident in my ability to do my job, whether that's dealing with clients or through my own blog, and that gives me an immense amount of satisfaction. Satisfaction, But this isn't something that comes easily, and it is just about confidence. In fact, it takes a lot of soul-searching and a lot of failures, and a great deal of questioning and self-doubt to get there. Above all, it's about being honest and reflecting on yourself and your behavior. What makes you happy? What is important to you? Finding the answer to these questions over time can help you to realize what your driver is. You know, I was out yesterday uh, going to the store and taking the bus, and I heard a young girl I guess she had to be maybe 30, saying she couldn't wait to get old. Because I guess she thinks getting older is easier and simpler, and you don't have to work, but she's wrong. I mean, when you get old, you have to move more. You have to keep your brain active. You have to do so many things once you start to get a certain age. You know, she didn't know exactly what she was talking about when she said she wanted to get old. All she was thinking about was maybe retirement money, or not having to work, or somebody to get you around where you need to go where she didn't have to walk young people don't know yeah you have all the fun when you're young and you're walking around and you're energetic but when you get older it's a different phase of life it's a whole different thing that you know nothing about that even us baby boomers at my age is still learning and still working to, to figure it out a lot of us are So you see, the human brain is constantly creating and revising mental maps to help us navigate our way through this complex and ever-changing world, kind of like a tireless, over-eager cartographer. The tendency has been weird and wired in us through thousands of years of evolution. In order to survive this, we must create physical maps of our environment, our strategies, our food, our sex, effects of everything that we do in life. But these maps aren't just crucial to survival. They are vital to succeeding and thriving in the world, in the business world, in life. Now, in a few days, I will be starting the new podcast, which will not be word here and there. It will be... Sharon with Carrie. The email will be Sharon with Carrie at gmail.com. You can send me an email about your favorite adventure, your favorite vacation, your favorite hobby, the best times with your grandchild, when you first fell in love, anything you want to share with me, you can email me and then we can take it from there. I can Read your email. I can answer it. We can talk. I can put it on the air. I can interview you on the air. 
There's a couple of ways we can do it. But again, the email is sharingwithcary at gmail.com. So, I hope to hear from a lot of you, anybody, everybody, no matter where you are in the world. I would like to hear from you. And if you want people to hear from you also, we can chat. Anyway, this is Carol with Word Here and There. Take care of yourselves.